0: Welcome to the Living Parables Podcast, where we uncover spiritual truth and lessons God has given us through His Word and our own life stories. I am Nate, your host. To all listeners tuning in the show, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I appreciate each and every single one of you. And now let us begin. Well, I'd like to welcome you back to a brand new week, brand new episode. And yes, as the title would say, we have entered. The finale of season four. Very, very hard to believe. And what a wild ride it has been. It's been a true honor and blessing to have a podcast that we started back in 2020 when all this craziness was going on. And here we are. 2022. About ready to hit 2023. And here we are. Still fighting that good fight, aren't we? We're all fighting that good fight. And so I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you. I know that lately the podcast has seemed like it was kind of done on some whims. And it was also done with not the greatest of audio. And I'm, I'm just going to give you, as we go through this episode I'm gonna give you some exhortations but also I'm just gonna give you the state of my heart kind of where I'm at and to share with you some things as we as we go about this where the direction of the podcast is gonna go and it should be a, it should be a really great time. Now, first and foremost, I don't know, to be really honest with you, I'm not sure what I'm going to do moving forward in the future. God has the future in His hands. I don't. I trust Him with, with my life, with the life of my family, and so I have no clue what He has in store for me. Or what he wants me to do next with this podcast. See, the original reason for the podcast itself was to to start something about Jesus Christ, about his truth, about the actual truth of the Bible, not cherry-picking stuff out of the Bible, making people feel good about themselves, watering down the gospel... That's not what this podcast was intended for. The intention of this podcast was to to teach spiritual truth to people who are young believers and people who have been Christians for a long time, to exhort them, to edify them, to help their sanctification out and you know, I I remember our our first episode. We are all living parables, and how the audio was something else, and the way I was presented was uh, I was stiff and nervous, and now it's you know a little bit more fluid, has a little better flow, and so it's it's a uh, it's been a great journey, and I'm so grateful to God for this opportunity that I've had and I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you who have been with me through this time who have faithfully listened to it although at times it's not uh, probably been uh, a ton of you but again it doesn't have to be that's the, that's the beautiful thing it doesn't have to be thousands upon thousands of listeners this message is not for everyone. That's the thing. It's not for everyone. So I guess I'm going to give you the state of my heart at this moment. And then we'll kind of end with some. Kind of some recaps of, of what we went through. And then. And then. Uh, kind of do some exhortions at the end. And we'll. uh We'll call it. So the state of my heart is this. Recently as of april twenty twenty two I joined an app that is basically live radio where people can go on and they can talk about different subjects and kind of give their quote unquote wisdom and I joined it with uh my brother Mike Brown, who has his podcast site beyond site podcast and so. Yeah, he told me about it. Um, My personality goes from zero to 60 uh, in like a second. So that's what I was doing. So I hopped on there. And at first, it seemed like it was a a really great thing. And, and, you know, I actually got in on the ground floor of it all. It felt good. And as time progressed and as the app became more popular, So did uh, wickedness, evil, and I'm just going to say this word because it's a powerful word, apostasy. I saw more false believers on that app than I have had seen in quite some time. There is no such thing any longer as ongoing revelation of God's word. It just doesn't happen. And not only that, but people put on their profiles, they were saying that they were prophets. One person even said they were Jesus Christ. It was a whole slew of evil and new age ideologies that exalt self and Brush off God as a whole. And it's not that I was. Uh, you know. Fighting, not wanting to fight the good fight. Any longer. It's just. Here's where I'm at. Recently. I I have. Put my name. In. For consideration. To being a deacon of, of a church that I attend. Jesus is church that's his church it's not anybody's church specifically it's not my church it's his church and I take that with the utmost seriousness I take the qualifications extremely serious and I have the support of the pastor and the elders and I'm I'm so grateful for that but I mean here, here's where I'm at I would wake up super early in the morning and get on Wisdom, talk on there for about an hour, go to school and teach and come home. And then, you know, a couple of days a week I have Bible study or I lead it or sometimes I led both. And it's not that I'm burnt out on it. It's just this Wisdom app. And this podcast. uh, I never knew if it was going to be a permanent thing. Like we're going to have like 20 seasons or anything like that. But the thing that I wanted to do the most was to get the foundations of the faith down to where this was a place you could go back, you could reference it, and, and you could have something that would be of the scriptures it's the truth it's it's there's nothing about really me in there that would hinder you from knowing the truth and so so far we went through the book of colossians so we went through the book of colossians this this season we went through philippians we went through ephesians and so we we've we've done all those things but as of this point, I don't have the time to give all these different things my 100% effort. It's literally what Jesus says about serving two masters. And now everything I'm doing here is for Christ. But it, it's there's not a lot of fruit bearing from it. And I think that I would be more effective in the church that he is uh, calling me to be at and to serve, and as well as more dominantly over all that, to be a faithful minister to my family. Now, my family is is doing well. But spiritually, they need to know what I know, and I have not done those things. And I say that uh, not with uh, not with a lot of pride. It, trust me, it's it's not a good thing. But I I realize that as they're getting older and they're growing up so fast that I need to get them to know what I know because the world is getting darker and darker and darker. Now currently where I'm at recording this it's a uh I'm at a lake and the water is calm. It's it's pretty cloudy right now but you can still see the sunrise and it and it's coming up here in just a few minutes. And I look back and you know I what I would tend to do every every morning I drove in to work I would drive in, I'd be I listen to sermons or biblical Q and A's and and sometimes my podcast to make sure it sounded right and it sounded good, that there are no mistakes when when I edited it, but you know, the, the, the grand scheme of things, I look back and I just I found myself missing that you know, that piece driving in where, you know, here I am hopping on you know, trying to record and I got people jumping on there talking about who knows what and then I got uh, other people who are, you know, hopping on and saying that uh well uh people can be sinless uh if they if they really work at it and all and just all these heretical things that I just uh it's not that I don't wanna combat it it's just i just don't have time to to deal with that kind of nonsense and the people that that have come at me like that are now usually kicked off of that um, site or not they're kind of banned from it for temporarily from speaking on there um which goes to show you um and i'll just give you guys a, a just a quick little preview of what I'm talking about with this person that said that they're sinless. And for whatever reason, this person really got underneath my skin. But uh, I was doing one of those talks and here I was sitting there and I was pre preaching and teaching on uh, 1 John and I believe it was chapter 3 and it talked about, you know, if you were thinking of yourself as without sin, then you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you. And I, honestly, I don't remember if it's chapter three or not, but the purpose behind this this message is I had this person come on and their profile name said that they were a child of God and that they were a born again Christian who hates sin. So in my politeness, if you will, I let him on because he wanted to be a guest and I had them kind of just talk about some things real quick. And he asked, he asked me a question. So do you think uh, Christians are sinless or righteous or can are, are they sinners? And I said, well, we're, we're all sinners. We're going to be sinful until, or glorified in heaven remember that was our part of our sanctification series and he proceeded to tell me that Christians should be sinless I asked him where where it says that in scripture and when he read me the 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 famous passage of scripture that everybody takes out of context I told him what it was in context and so then he started telling me that my Bible was uh was of the devil because it wasn't the the right version cuz he said the NIV was the the best version and so i i started to get i started to find myself getting emotional because when you start if you attack me the man personally i don't care or you could say whatever it is you want about me, but when you start going after what I believe and you're questioning my character and my faith, which I already trust me, I already beat myself up enough as a, as it is. but that kind of stuff i I do not tolerate. I get I get pretty uh hot when people start coming at me like that. so now I, I didn't raise my voice of this guy i didn't I didn't insult him although I wanted to, but I got kind of like in like biblical showdown mode where I was defending the scriptures and showing him I went here here here, and here he had nothing to say, and he left so and I'm gonna say this uh and it's gonna be pretty uh like whoa, but the coward. Came on just to stir the pot and left because he, he he had to stick his tail between his legs and ran. Now, I I could be a person that wishes for his condemnation. Uh, I could be a person that wishes that he would uh, experience what it, uh, some biblical discipline. Uh, but the problem is, is, as as time has went on, because he was brand new at that point. Uh, he is not allowed to speak on that platform because he was attacking people, like literally attacking people on there with his words. And that's not how—that's not a Borgen Christian. So you got to be so careful, my brother, my dear brothers and sisters. You got to be so careful with this, th- these kind of deceptions. That's why I made this podcast so people can be rooted and grounded up and established in the faith. Because if you're not, you can be susceptible to false teachings as such as this person. Now, I truly hope that he repents and turns to Christ, truly. But that kind of falsehood and error is is very, very dangerous. And not only that, but I I have a suspicion that because he is so... He's versed in the Bible to the point where he's dangerous, but he doesn't have true biblical wisdom. He can quote stuff. He can find stuff. But the way he conducts his life, the way he conducts his attitude towards other people, he needs to read the book of Colossians <laughs> and how to treat people and Philippians. Now, we all stumble in many ways, but if you're going down and outright attacking people Uh, and stirring up the pot just for that. Boy, that goes against everything Christ said to do and to be. So with that time, I just gave him on here. Uh, That's as far as I'm going to go with it. But it's things like that where I've had people come on before and uh, I've had people come on before and I'll give you another quick example. Someone came on and said that you're a Bible expositor, right? I said, yeah, I just believe in the exposition of the Bible. That's the best way to teach it and preach it. And I knew at that moment that I was going to be in in a battle. Now, thank, thankfully, the battle did not last too long because this person uh, was very, very clueless in the Bible, although they claimed to be spirit-led, which is they were lowercase s spirit-led, and I'm going to assume it's led by Satan. But they came on and said something about sin. And I must have been talking about sin. And she goes, she asked me, what is sin? And my, my quickest response was is that sin is anything that is contradictory to the law of God. And basically, this person came on and said that sin is missing the mark of oneself. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I, I went on to say so I went I went scripture to scripture to scripture to scripture. And then the same, almost the same spirit. Now, this, this person I'm talking about, this happened way before this other guy came on. So this lady was talking about this stuff. And then all of a sudden she turned and fled. So she came on, stirred the pot, and took off. And to me, that's that's so cowardly and so divisive. But again, and I would tell some of my listeners, I said nothing should surprise you. And there was only I would say there was only a couple people on that on that app that were true. Born again believers. That's why people, the road is narrow, as it says in Matthew 7. The road is narrow that leads to life. The truth is that we are going to have error in our theology at some point, but when you get down to the absolute foundations, when you get to the absolutes of the Bible, you cannot get those wrong. And there's a lot of falseness out and about. So it's not unbelievers that give me trouble. It's these false believers who spew out stuff they heard from somebody else and they don't take the time to study it themselves. And I would assume that if they were actually to study it out themselves, they would actually see the error of their ways and they would turn but people just repeat stuff like parrots. There's like, there's nothing new. There's nothing fresh. They're not, they're not springs of life. They're pond water. And I, I, just, I here's the thing. I don't have time for that. So, kind of what I came to this conclusion. And now I will say this. And I want to mention him because he's been um, a really dear brother in Christ to me. My my brother Mike Brown has encouraged me throughout throughout this whole entire process, and I met somebody on that Wisdom App. Uh, his name is Ishmael, and he is um, he is a true believer. Uh, he took he took the stuff that we have talked about, and he's he's run with it. He's repented of it. He's hungry for the Word. He's hungry to obey, and I'll I'll just be really honest. Ed, that was very refreshing. And the last thing I'm going to say about this app and then we're going to start to close is that the app has turned into a self-exalting platform in which people use it and they abuse it and they spew out all kinds of, of truly false doctrines And they they spew out all these horrible things that exalts self to a point where it's above God and it, it talks about you know loving self and you are the center of the universe and all this kind of stuff and it, and, and tarot readings and shamanism which, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um I was just thinking of the when I heard that the first time, I uh, I was thinking of that song I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. That's the only time I was singing on this podcast, by the way. But I mean I was listening that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, what is happening? But all that stuff, my friends, my dear brothers and sisters, all those things are from Satan. They're demonic. It's it's not a cute little thing where you're like, oh, that's nice. Look at those little shamans out there. That's so cute. No, it's not. It's depraved. It's deceitful. It's demonic. And we are not called to exalt self. We are to exalt Christ with ourselves. And that is not an easy thing to do. So I'm here to tell you that we must every single day we must deny ourselves. We must deny our notions. We must deny our narratives. We must deny our flesh. We must deny the power that we crave to be the Lords of our lives, Jesus Christ must increase and we must decrease. That's as simple as it gets. John the Baptist said that, and I, that's one of the most powerful verses. Literally just a few words, but so powerful. He must increase, we must decrease. Jesus Christ has to increase in your life. He must be magnified. He must be glorified. He must be served as Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. He is the Lord. We are His slaves. We do His bidding. We do His will. We obey His commands. We serve Him by obeying obeying His commands, but also by loving one another, by serving one another. We get in His Scripture daily, as Colossians 3.16 has said so many times that we've read, let the Word of Christ richly dwell within you. That, That doesn't change. We must look to increase in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We must look to increase in those wonderful qualities found in 2 Peter chapter 1. We must put on the full armor of God. We must let everything that we do be done in love. We must pray the Scriptures. And we must be diligently searching and studying the Scriptures, not just to get wisdom to lord it over people, but to draw more intimately closer to the heart of God. This season has been a wild ride. We went through the book of Philippians. We talked about the knowledge of God. Now, I don't have all these memorized, so it's, it's quite a challenge. But what I will say is that I don't know what the future holds because I'm almost finished with seminary. All I have to do is take tests, pass them, and I have completed it which I could not have done without without God so he gets all the praise and he gets all the glory so I'm I'm almost finished with that and the 40 days of consideration of being in in a set apart as a deacon those 40 days have ended I was just told by our pastor on Tuesday night where we concluded the book of James study chapter 5 that I was uh, running up and he told me that the 40 days were up which I, I knew that they were but I wasn't going to gloat about it I wasn't going to you know exalt self so I just said yeah that, that's awesome and they're going to set me apart here in a few weeks and I'll be really honest with you. I'm excited. And as much as God has given us these apps and these technologies, I'm not saying I'm done. But my priority has to shift. The The focus has to shift. And so with that I'm here to share with you that I'm going to be writing a a huge study of it it may be a book I don't know on the foundations of the faith with I mean pretty much every single scripture you you can find on like the deity of Jesus Christ that's what I want to do. And I want to talk about the foundations of the faith in such detail that it would be a a truly be a legacy that I could leave behind for my children so that they would know without a shadow of a doubt that these are the things if you teach, if you study them up, that they can have a strong foundation. They can be rooted and grounded in the faith and established in Him, firm in Him. That's the point. So it's been a great time. I don't know if I'm going to be doing the podcast from this point forward or not. My priority has to shift because I'm pulling all these different directions and I I was telling myself I don't have to I don't have to and there are people in the in the congregation that they need more of my attention, more of my time and literally I'm just coming on here just talking to air. I could be out in the trenches Praying with people, getting to know people, witnessing to people, sharing the truth to them. Helping them become f- firmly established and rooted in the faith. That's So it, that's where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, th- this, this is great, but I don't know if that's what I'm called to do. So I'm not saying that we're done, done, but all I'm saying is that this... This is not the end-all, be-all of my existence. We've been faithfully going at it for two and a half years. It's it's been we've we've been in it, and some of you've been with me. Other others have left. You know, I'll be I'll be really honest. This podcast did not get any traction at all, and I was pretty consistent with it. So I guess what I'm here to share with you now is that nothing has changed with my belief in Jesus Christ. Nothing has changed. I still want to serve Him, honor Him, glorify Him, obey Him, all those things I want to do. The the thing is, though, is that I need to use my talents and abilities for the kingdom of God, for the church that I'm in right now. Now, if I get done with this Foundations of the Faith, and I'm not sure, I, I, I'm going to try to work on it, and that's going to be my, one of my focal, focal points after I get done with the seminary. See, that's the other thing. I had seminary. Um I had all the have all these studies on my mind to do. And I got school to deal with and my family, you know, I have four boys. I mean, I have I have a lot going on. And I'm telling myself, why do I why am I doing this to myself? I don't have to do it. It's not a must. It, it's not a command. I'm just doing it to try to reach as many people for Jesus Christ as I can. So if the foundations of the faith gets fully written and established then I might come back on and do that and we might wrap that up forever. But all good things must come to an end. We hit so many topics on this. We've hit so many topics. And we've done it all Biblically, we've all done it with uh, fidelity to the Scriptures. So, uh, my conscience is clean. Every, you have Everything here is here for your benefit, for your sanctification, your edification. And you can't listen to this podcast and say that you still don't know the way to the way of salvation so i i I can hang my hat on that so what's in store for us in the future i think i think the foundations of the faith um and that's really that's really all i can foresee right now unless something dramatically changes um and you know the other thing too is that I have to prioritize the church of God. People have given up on the church. People say it's it's this, and they say it's that. And they say, well, the teaching is this, and the teaching is that. Well, you're not making it any better by not being there. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know. But the reality, my friends, is that God established His church. You can't fly solo. We are, we did the importance of church. You choose, to, you choose to do with it as you will. I'm not your judge, but as it says in James, the judge is standing at the door. So I hope and pray that you all Would be blessed that you continue to progress in your sanctification. And I guess the last exhortation I'll have is please get in the Word of God and stay in it. Please get in it and stay in it. Get in it and stay in it. Get in it and stay in it. it." I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If you're not in the Word of God, get in the Word of God. If you're in the Word of God, stay in the Word of God. Stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. Read it every day. Don't take any days off. Pray every day. Don't take any days off. Do what it says every day. Don't take a day off. You take a day off, you give the enemy a foothold. Trust me on that. I didn't read my bible for pretty close to a week and I was I was feeling uh, anemic. I was feeling weak. I was feeling like uh, pretty lost. I cannot be without his word. That is truly my bread of life. Christ in his words. He's the one that has the words of eternal life, not me. Everything I've done on this podcast, I have pointed to Christ, pointed to Christ, pointed to Christ. And that's why at the end I always say everything is in Christ, with Christ, and for Christ. It's all for him. It's all for his glory. And I don't I don't know if we're gonna be done. I'm in the state of right now I know what I what I need to prioritize and this is not it. And that's not saying that any of you are not important, but I've given you all that I have and you know how to reach me. So there's, it's not, it's not a mystery, but people will not reach out because this is not their passion. This is not their priority. Make it your passion. Make it your priority. The kingdom of God is at hand. The end is near. No, let's not be being a prophet because there's no prophets. God's not talking to me. That doesn't happen. But every day we draw closer to the coming of Jesus Christ. Every day we draw closer to that day. Are you ready for it? Am I ready for it? And I would just say that I'm ready. I am saying, come, Lord Jesus, come, and come quickly. I want you to be with me in heaven one day. That's the reason why I I started this podcast, is for you. Whoever's listening to this, at some point, it's for you. Because of Jesus Christ, he showed me his grace, saved me, from my sins and from the wrath of God and I want you to be saved from your sins and from the wrath of God and to have your eternal destination be changed from the the doom and despair and the and the the wrath of God to the kingdom of his beloved son in paradise forever and ever So that being said, I pray that the Lord blesses and keeps each and every single one of you and gives you peace. And remember, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything, everything is in Christ. Everything is in Christ. Everything is with Christ. And everything is for Christ. And until next time, God willing, God bless you all.